For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What the Pell is up, Pelicans fans? My name is Elliot Clough, and I'll be your host for the Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans podcast with the Believe Podcast Network. I'm very thankful for this opportunity and I'm very thankful that you're tuning in today for our very first episode of Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. And you might be wondering, how did I get this job? So I cover the Pelicans for Fansided's NBA page, Hoops Habit. You can check out, I actually recently put an article together on Zion's return uh, and, and you can check that out on Hoops Habit if you just search Hoops Habit and my first and last name, Elliot Clough. Uh, there on Google. You can find that article. I also have hosted my own sports talk show while I was in college, Clough and Q Sports Talk. I hosted the Next Man Up podcast with my buddy Brett Douglas at USA Football and where we interviewed some really awesome people from around all over the country, some journalists at different universities. I produced USA Football's Coaching Coordinator podcast that has had over 2.3 million listens. I got to put that together. I'm pretty proud of that. And then, of course, I announced for ESPN3 when I was in college. So a bunch of different experiences as far as broadcasting goes. And then uh, I've done some writing as well. I was the sports editor of the Northern Iowan when I was in college. And now I'm the assistant or an assistant sports reporter for the Wisconsin State Journal. So just to give you a little bit of uh, insight as to what I do, what I've done and what I'm doing right now, as well as starting off this podcast with the Believe Podcast Network, like I said, very excited to get this going. And I'm very excited that you've uh, chosen to join in in the journey with me. So this podcast, believe it or not, is not about me, Elliot Clough, your host. Today, of all days, we got to be talking about Zion Williamson. Holy crap. If you told me that Zion would go in for just 18 minutes in total last night and score 17 in the fourth, I would have called you a liar. That was absolutely nuts. We have officially gotten a glimpse of what Zion Williamson can be in an actual NBA setting, not in college, where he was phenomenal at Duke, and not in the preseason, and not in NBA Summer League, where he's going going against a bunch of Joe Schmoes from Europe and guys who can't make it in the league. We got a legitimate glimpse of what he was like in a regular season game for the New Orleans Pelicans. And if he continues to shoot like he did last night, then that changes everything that we thought we knew about the way Zion Williamson can play and how he can impact the league. I full on, I saw uh, memes and stuff like that where Zion looks like the guy who's on the football team that says, hey, give me that ball and then shoots it. And that's what he looks like when he shoots a basketball. He's a big lumbering dude, especially right now. And he does not look like a shooter. He looks like an explosive guy who gets to the rim 
and takes advantage of guys who are smaller than him. And that's been the majority of his game. But it wasn't last night. If he continues to shoot like that and can shoot like that when he's not wide open, that changes everything. It's over for everybody. 4-4-4. Four, four, four. Didn't miss a single three-pointer last night. And with that 4-4 four, four, four performance, <laughs> Ben Simmons has two three-pointers in the entirety of his NBA career, and Zion Williamson was 4-4 four, four, four in his NBA debut last night in just 18 minutes. And, you know, this is a Pelicans podcast. I don't want to focus on this too much, but I saw a tweet this morning saying, why does that matter? Why does it matter that Zion is four for four already and Ben Simmons has hit two three-pointers? It's because that means Zion has more of a complete game and he's been in the league for 18 minutes. And Ben Simmons is a point guard. And I'm a Ben Simmons fan. I like the way he plays basketball. But Zion, if he can shoot like that and be the presence that he's been at Duke, that, that physical domination sort of presence while needing to lose some weight, Zion is, is transitional, tra- transformational for a franchise. And that's what he has the possibility of doing with New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, you had to have seen it last night, even in the few minutes that he did play. You had to see it. That pass that he made before he even scored a bucket where he whipped it across the court, I believe it was to Lonzo Ball early on. He got boards. He followed the ball. We didn't see a thunderous dunk like we all wanted. We wanted his first bucket to be an alley-oop. We had to, from Lonzo, who's one of the great, uh, excuse me, one of the best passers in the league currently. We wanted to see that. While we didn't get it, we did get 22 points from Zion. We saw what he can do other than what he's known for. But we also saw that explosion and that willingness to go after the ball. In that blocked shot by Jake Plotel or whatever the frick his name is, Zion went right back after it and went up strong. And that's what the Pelicans need from a guy like Zion. They've got the shooters. They've got the facilitators in Lonzo. They've got the shooter in Brandon. They've got shooters in Drew. They've got shooters in J.J. Redick. Derek Favors is, you know, he's, he's good. And we'll get to that later. But Zion, really, we, we got what we wanted. Not, not quite what we wanted, but we got what we needed from Zion last night. And we saw bits and pieces that maybe we weren't expecting, but that we love at the same time. Some of that passing, some of that explosion, some of that rebounding, some of that shooting, the shooting, absolutely stellar. And this excitement is completely warranted. Pelicans fans have probably never really been this excited. Anthony Davis was huge for this franchise. We can't diminish that. Even though Pelicans fans alike, myself, are really not happy that he wanted to just up and leave. This excitement is is LeBron James-esque from 17 years ago. This is nothing compared to what it was for Anthony Davis. Zion is transcending every single bit of what Anthony Davis was to this franchise. And he's played 18 minutes. 
He's phenomenal with the media. Apparently, he can shoot. The explosiveness will soon come. And he's only played 18 minutes. To keep our head about ourselves in the meantime, he is clearly very out of shape. He's only going to get spurts of time, and it'll be that way for a while. Only playing three minutes here and there. You know, Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy talked about it last night, and I completely disagree with them. They said, how is he going to get in a flow? How is he going to get in shape if he's only playing three minutes at a time? And sure, I understand the flow and all that stuff, but Zion can get in shape in other places. He can get a flow in practice. When they really feel he's good to go in terms of injury, that's when he can can get that flow back. And, you know, he's playing right now, so they must think he's okay in terms of injury, but there was a bit of a hitch in his giddy-up last night, and that's very very midwestern of me to describe it he had what appeared to be a little bit of a limp in that left knee wasn't awful i mean they let him play totally understandable but he did have it and it'll probably be this way for a little while unfortunately you know, the, the Pelicans currently sit at 17 and 28. I don't expect them to make the playoffs th- this year. If they do, they'll probably make it with a losing record, unfortunately, which nobody really likes to see a losing team in the playoffs. But the excitement that the Pelicans bring, I'm sure the NBA is completely for it. The excitement that Zion will bring, I'm sure the NBA is completely for it. Especially in terms of profit. You know, fans, what? yes, but the NBA wants to see Zion in the playoffs. But bottom line where we're at is that Zion needs to be kept healthy. People were upset that he wasn't in the game towards the end last night when he was on that run. But this is game, that was game 45 in an 82-game season. It's just unnecessary. And in a season that's maybe not going to make the playoffs, probably not going to make the playoffs. They have a... Seven, uh, they, they have a clear losing record right now. It's just unnecessary. Alvin Gentry was getting a little upset when Zion was playing so well and he couldn't take him out and there was no stoppage of the game, which I understand, I disagree with. Hey, Zion's going nuts. Let him go nuts. We'll take him out when he's done. So meeting in the middle here is where I am at. But Zion is just not quite there yet in terms of where he could be. I've, obviously, he doesn't have the experience. He's clearly not in shape. He's very he's he's overweight. And the people who are saying, oh, he's fat shaming Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy. Fans were saying that Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy were fat shaming Zion last night. Shut the hell up. Get over it. It's, it's a sport. You need to be in shape. That's a whole different topic. I'm going to move on from that. But anywho, we have to understand that the Pelicans' main priority is to keep Zion healthy. That's what it is. That's what it will be for the foreseeable future. It's not necessarily going to be to win games. The roster's extremely young, other than really J.J. Redick. Derek Favors, Drew Holiday, sure. Drew's still pretty young. But we have to understand that that is where Zion's at. And it kind of sucks right now, sure. But if it means success for years and years and years to come, then it's totally worth it. And if he's going to stay healthy for years and years and years to come, he has to lose that weight. He has to get in better shape. He just does. And what we really get in the meantime of what we heard last night 
is he said to Coach Alvin Gentry, Coach, I can win the game. And if you're a Pelicans fan, you love that. That is fantastic. And you know why? Because Brandon Ingram and Drew Holiday couldn't win the game last night. Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart hit a couple threes towards the end, but when it came down to it, it was Drew and Brandon Ingram's time to shine, and they didn't come through. And this is one-time thing. This is a one-time thing. I'm not labeling them. I'm not. I'm not. But you gotta love to hear that from your young guy, from your number one overall pick. He may have very well won that game last night for the Pelicans, but he wasn't in. He wasn't. Marcus Aldridge straight up just blew by Derek Favors with about a minute to go, got the foul. And Brandon Ingram and Drew couldn't finish the comeback. But Pelicans fans have hope. If they can't go to Brandon Ingram, if they can't go to Drew Holiday, they have hope in Zion and in the future of the New Orleans Pelicans. You know why I really do believe that? This one statement, anybody can say that. I could have been on the court. I I could have been right behind Alvin Gentry, for that matter, last night. Just sitting in that first row. Probably can't afford it as to where I'm at right now. That would have been dope, but I can't. I could have been sitting right behind Alvin Gentry and said, Hey, coach, coach, I can win the game for us. But with Zion Williamson, it's different. I believe that. When you come from a coach like Coach K, Coach Krzyzewski at Duke, I believe that. When you're the number one overall pick, I believe that. When you go four for four in your NBA debut, which is the most hyped situation the NBA has seen in probably years, I believe that. When he doesn't shy at the spotlight, when he ties the lead for the team in scoring and shoots at a much more efficient rate than Brandon Ingram, I believe that. When you make those passes, I believe that. When you make those rebounds and get that putback, I believe that. For the first time in years, the Pelicans organization and Pelicans fans have hope maybe not this year maybe not in 2020 but the Pelicans fans have hope for years to come with a guy like Zion Williamson and that has been the first episode of Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans here with your host Elliot Clough. Go follow Believe Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram. It is at Elliot Clough. It's E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H. Till next time, Pelicans fans, I am Elliot Clough, and this was Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.